The Con Guy Show, the official program of theconguy.com, is heard on the We Be Geeks Collective and on Sci-Fi.Radio. You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Do you like podcasts? Then you're gonna hate Thunder Talk. Tasteless subject matter. Mature humor. Contempt for our co-hosts. Unapologetic social views. Edgy music. And total irreverence for the nerd junk we love. Are all reasons why no one. No one. No one should listen to Thunder Talk. Find us on the ESO Network. And all podcasting platforms. Or don't. Whatever. We're the Con Guys, and this is the Con Guy Show, coming to you straight from the nerdy heart of Hollywood, California. And this is Jim with theconguy.com. She's been here with theconguy.com. Katie here, aka the Con Girl. Zordon did not want five teenagers with attitude. My name is Derek Sam. I'm Danae Sams, and that's my brother. We are your home for news opinions, and interviews from the world of Comic-Cons and fandoms, your ultimate insiders for all things Welcome, everybody. This is a special edition of the Con Guy. Ben's back! (laughs) He's been a busy guy. He has been one In the words of the voice of a generation, the band Stained, been one. (laughs) (laughs) anyways everybody welcome to the show tonight tonight is the night that uh we throw back a tall one put on our sunglasses and talk about what is left of this summer we have a lot you know it's kind of weird last week was unofficially officially it it was comic-con at home nerd it was comic-con at home it was comic-con week and usually my summer once comic-con ends you, you take a breather and you kind of start looking towards the fall. Like, what's coming up? I mean, I do. That's just Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. I know. Oh, I'm already looking for, forward to Halloween. We got some stuff tonight to share kind of in that vein. But anyways, my name is Jim Fry. I, if I put my glasses on, I look just like that, except for the drawing has more hair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyways, you can... I am one of your co-hosts tonight. Let's start up in the top and go this way, and let's see. Tell everybody who's here. His arm that doesn't show. Uh, I'm Cheeseman here with <laughs> screenwriter and social media director. Hey, everyone! It's old buddy Ben. It's me. Yeah. I've returned. I'm excited to be here. Uh, we're still coming to you from the interwebs. Well, I mean, we're also coming to each other from the interwebs because we're not in a studio yet, but we hope to be soon. I have no news on that. I'm just hoping. Blood good. Blood good. <laughs> That's all the news. That's all the news you needed to know right there. That's all we needed. Uh, blood good is here. Um, but yeah, hey, everybody. Uh, I'm a, a actor, writer, stand-up comedian. I am doing stand-up next Wednesday night. Uh, no, this Wednesday night, August 4th at the trip in Santa Monica as part of the Trip Tease Burlesque and Variety Show. James and Lola Boutte. Uh, tickets are online at Trip Tease, 
that's trip like if you fall over something dot eventbrite.com you can go check that out if you're in the la area uh come check out the show this is the first live stand-up comedy that i'm doing in almost two years i think <laughs> so, uh, so what i got from that is ben is doing comedy and stripping i'm stripping <laughs> and doing comedy actually as somebody did ask and like like somebody was like, oh, I for a second, like I looked at the poster and thought Ben was doing burlesque. And then they were like, can Ben do burlesque in pasties? And I was like, Ooh. next time, next time. <laughs> I can't wait to see that cosplay. That's exactly. All right, who do we have here from Ohio? Hey everybody, it's Jake from the Jacoba system, AKA the, I guess, collectible guy of the show. Yes. And I'm I'm glad to be back here talking about cool stuff, nerdy stuff, collectible stuff. Ben, you mentioned uh, <laughs> you mentioned stained earlier. I just recently <laughs> saw a story about him about Aaron Lewis doing an acoustic show, and I guess he had had one too many to drink, and he played "It's Been a While" twice during the set and didn't realize <laughs> he had already sang it earlier. <laughs> I mean, people like the song, might yeah. as well. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Well, there was an electric and acoustic version, so maybe that. Was <laughs> yeah, yeah right. he did the he did both versions. All right. <laughs> and then All right. Outside, Mr. Mr. Legos. <laughs> hey, I'm Derek Sams. I'm a regular here on the Con Guy. Um, uh, writer just recently became a software engineering student. Um, yeah, I had my first day of this coding boot camp, and my brain is really tired. Um, Thankfully, today was lots of review stuff from all the preliminary things. So not not too zapped, but it messed with your head. Um, and I just got back from West Virginia, the state that's next to Ohio, where we make fun of the Ohio for, you know, not knowing how to drive and not doing hot dogs right. But, you oh know, gosh. other than that, y'all are great neighbors. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Those sound like a fighting word. Actually, Jim could fight you with the Chicago dog. Even we could get a big time oh, hot yeah. dog war. We ought to have a dog war. That'd be awesome. We're, we're better at brats, probably. Though. A dog war, hot dog yeah. war. Brats. <laughs> we got to be careful how, like, how we talk about dog fighting. Oh, our, yeah, this is, mean, this is our all show where we talk about our wiener war. <laughs> That's much more approachable, I guess. Hey, we've got hashtag Jim. The show will get all kinds of hits. I know, I know. Hey, I got some cool news I just want to throw out here. We're talking about what's happening this summer, and, and one of those things is an announcement we're going to make, but this um, December 11th, December that's Christmas time, this winter, the Con Girls are hosting our official hashtag after show for The Witcher. It's going to be very cool, very cool. So be looking out for the Con Girls doing the official after show with that hashtag show for the Witcher. And, you know, I'm actually super stoked for this, if I may. Sorry to interrupt. Yes. Did please it, go, what, please go. Something else to say, or can I, can I talk? <laughs> Your turn. I don't know. <laughs> I have very little to say tonight. <laughs> All right. So I'm super stoked for this because I know both Katie and Danae, who are the con girls, um, are incredibly super duper Witcher fans. Um, they're both incredibly insightful, incredibly intelligent, and they're going to make a hell of a Witcher after show. So I'm yeah. super stoked to watch it. I'm like, seriously, I'm really excited. Sorry. <laughs> it was no, funny. It, I, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be great. They're both huge fans and not just because they have huge crushes on Henry Cavill. Um, I mean, yeah. who doesn't? It doesn't hurt. Yeah. But I mean, no, yeah, they're, they're, they're very well knowledgeable in every aspect 
up. Like, you know, Katie was giving us, you know, the update on the, the, the games and, and, and Witcher Con. And it, it was like uh, her and she and Danae, they, is it her and Danae? She and Danae. Me and her. Anyways, Derek, correct my grammar, please. No, I, I'm super stoked about that. I, I really am. Um, we also have another after show that is coming up. This one's a little bit different. And but we'll talk about that one in just a second because we are moving into our dun dun dun. What's gonna happen this this summer? Um, and I apologize in advance. I have just gotten home from a trip this weekend, and so we usually have a really cool detailed list of stuff. This week it's in everybody's heads. Now we do have a lot coming up. The thing I was talking about was everyone does um not everyone. A lot of times, once we hit August, people seem to think, oh, it's time to go back to school. Teachers are going back this week, and I know in Florida, teachers are back doing the pre-planning for the students to return on the 11th, I think, if my calendar's not switched, which I think is ridiculously early to go back to school. It seemed early. Yeah, I guess they they put in their hurricane days. If they, they, they go back early just in case hurricanes come along and they have to be out of school for a couple of weeks, so... It's like in, up north, we used to have snow days. Out here in California, we have, what do we have? Fire days, earthquake days. Pandemic days. Pandemic days, yeah. Well, we've had a pandemic year, yeah. This is true, yeah. this is true. Anyways, so we're, we're going to get started. A leap year. Or, uh, no, gap year. That's what we took, a gap year. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> so um, I do have to ask Ben a kind of cryptic question, and I just want him to answer it. Hey, Ben. Ben's doing some really cool stuff. He's going to be with us for half the show today, and we can't really talk about it probably in detail, but he's doing something really cool. Can we talk about it or not talk about it? Um, That's a no. So I know the um, there's an embargo. Okay, so I do a lot of interviews with that hashtag show, um, and so I, I have somehow fallen into this role of being the guy who interviews visual effects supervisors and artists That's cool. for various things. I've interviewed a ton of guys down at Weta Digital down in New Zealand, and uh, it, they, they're a great group of folks down there. Uh, lots of uh, just lovely, lovely, lovely people who are huge nerds and love, they're incredibly artistic, and they love making all the things that you love to watch on TV that are, are too, you know, unreal to be real. So I, I talked to people who worked on Justice League and uh, uh, Umbrella Academy and all these different um, shows. And, and these people have worked on Lord of the Rings and all these different uh, movies and, and TV shows that you love. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually buggering out to watch I'll, I'll, I'll put it like this. I'm buggering out about halfway through the show tonight so I can go watch the movie that I'm going to be interviewing a visual effects supervisor about tomorrow. Mm. And that will be uh, going up on that hashtag show.com next week. Uh, mm -hmm. So looking forward to that. Should be fun. Um, but yeah, I have some uh, short videos. I recently, if you go onto that hashtag show.com, I recently got to sit down and interview uh, 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 Starts I have a brain. My my brain is. I <laughs> I worked out after I got off work. It was a long day at work. Then I worked out. Now my brain. Uh, I interviewed um, Rob Liefeld recently, creator of Deadpool and uh, so creator cool. of X Force. And it, that's a three part interview. I talked to him about uh, 
Snake Eyes Dead Game, which is a comic with IDW that just came out um, that he wrote. Uh, it's a five-issue series. It's on your comic book store shelves right now. I talked to him about the 30th, yeah, 30th anniversary X-Force uh, storyline that he's working on for Marvel that's releasing in November. And then in the third part, we just talk about like nerdy stuff. And like he was lamenting that, you know, he was talking to his son about, uh, you know, his, his son, one of his sons was just like, I can't believe it's going to be another year without San Diego Comic-Con. Even yeah. though we had Comic Con at home, but it's not the same. You and I right. know it's it's not the same. Right. Uh, so, I did that. Um, I I got to interview uh, Kevin Smith recently. Um, I talked hey, about. Uh, by the we, way, I, we, if you're prepared, I want to ask you a, a, a few nuggets about your Kevin Smith interview and your uh, recent hashtag show um, opinion piece. <laughs> <laughs> My flame war article that I wrote. Yes. Yeah. Ben basically said, I'm opening up the doors, throw all the darts at me you want. <laughs> but don't keep well, going, I don't want to interrupt. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's, uh, yeah, so I, I, I've i had a lot of really great opportunities to do, to do some great work with that hashtag show recently and interview some of, I mean, Kevin Smith is amazing. And uh, we're going to be talking about uh, movies that are coming out. Uh, of course, Candyman, the new Candyman movie is coming out at the yep. end of August. I got as part of the Masters of the Universe uh, interview junket, I got to uh, talk to Tony Todd, the original cool. Candyman, who's going to be in the new movie as well. This is actually a, the new Candyman movie is actually a sequel to the original. Um, and that's not embargoed or anything. That's that's common knowledge at this point. But um, so Tony Todd, incredible actor. I'd kill to have his career. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't kill. I, I wouldn't kill. But I'd, uh, I'd do un... I do unseemly things to have a career like Tony Todd has had over the last oh yeah four decades. Um, but yeah, what are you doing the burlesque comedy? Yeah, that's why I'm doing burlesque. Okay. Um, where'd Luke go? Um, <laughs> bathroom. He's going <laughs> number two. He's uh, uh, I, only, I was only joking about Ohio. I really love Ohio people. It's just it's. No, actually, there is somebody that's stopping by um, Luke's place tonight to borrow his. Luke does a lot of video work and editing and, and things. And our friend Tim is here from New York who is doing some pickup shots. And so he's Luke has to hand him off the camera and all that stuff. So I think he shall be back. I keep on changing. I'm trying to figure out which color works best. <laughs> and the best time to do that is live on the air. Yep. Okay. Hey, by the way, since you brought it up. Um, I want everyone to, uh, if they get a chance, to go check out that hashtag show interview you did with Kevin Smith. That yes. that's so cool. Can you talk about that for a second? Absolutely. So I did a I did a two part piece. I, the yes. first part is an opinion piece, and the second part is the basically the text of my interview with Kevin Smith, which I would have done as a video, but they did not give me the video. And in uh, fact, they had initially in the initial communiques they had said you'll get the video, and then day of they were like, oh, you're only going to get the audio. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm not putting this up on audio. And the great thing about Kevin Smith is um, <laughs> the funny thing was the day we did it, um, we were supposed to go bang, bang, bang. We had three sets of interviews. The first was with Tony Todd. The second was with a handful of cast members. And the third was with Kevin Smith. We did the first two. And then the third one, they're like, um, Kevin Smith is running about two and a half hours late because <laughs> he's supposed to get three to five minutes to answer each journalist's question and that he takes about 20 minutes uh -huh. and what are you going to do it's kevin smith 
you know, he's he's going to say what he's going to say and you're going to let him say it because he's Kevin Smith and yep. he's super interesting to listen to as well. So, uh, yeah, so I, I asked him my question and he talked for 20 minutes. And so I basically just the second part of the article is basically I just transcribed everything he said um, in, in my brief conversation with him, which did take about 15, 20 minutes. Um, but it was great. And you could tell that he's really excited. And listen, go, if you're a fan of Masters of the Universe, and this was something that I addressed on the show a few weeks back, because a friend of the show, Brad, is a huge Motu fan, Masters of the Universe, a huge He-Man fan. And he was freaking out along with a lot of the rest of the diehard, hardcore Masters of the Universe fans prior to the release of the show, because they thought you know, they had heard this and they had heard that and they thought, oh, Kevin Smith's going to ruin everything. And I I am not a hardcore Masters of the Universe fan, but I did play with the toy. My cousin had all the toys growing up, yeah. watched the show, um, you know, not as religiously as a lot of these guys, but I enjoyed it and appreciated the characters. And when I I got to watch the first five episodes of the new series, which is a 10-episode arc, uh, about a month and a half before it was released on Netflix. And I thought it was amazing because it is telling part of a longer story. It's the first half of a two-part story. And so I saw where these rumors were coming from were based in actual events that happened, but it wasn't in the way that they were being framed, I didn't think, online. And so the first half of, of my opinion piece was basically just kind of what we try to do on this show except i got real i went for the jugular on trolls because we don't <laughs> we don't oh, like you did you, you, you i was um i i was kind of like wow ben i i kind of wow you really you did and and i think i i think it's it's detrimental to us as fans to just immediately hate on something and so i took the frustration that I was feeling with people that love this property who were immediately like, they're going to ruin everything we love. I'm like, no, 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 no. They're not ruining everything I love. They're not ruining everything you love. This was good. I liked it. And here's why. And you guys can go suck an egg if, if you don't like it. And, and that uh, was your opinion. And that was my opinion. And then the second half of it is where I go into talking to Kevin Smith. And he explains why he did all the things and the great love and care that he took and had for this property and what he wanted to do. And yeah. I saw, the last thing I'll say about this is, I saw so much on it where they were like, oh, he just took the low hanging fruit of saying, oh, in He-Man and Masters of the Universe, everything you thought was true was wrong. And that's not what he did at all. In fact, Kevin Smith said it best when he said, no, that's not what we did. We said everything you thought you know is right. And here's what happens next. And that's what I, I like about it, because I told him in my question to him, I said, you could have just written 10 more episodes of the same show that we have a 130 episodes of from 1983 to 1985. You could have just written 10 more of those, cashed a check, gone home. And you didn't do that. because. And he said it was because he wanted to tell the story of other characters. He, wanted, he did take He-Man out of the picture briefly, to tell other character stories and then put him back. And I'm really stoked to see what the back five episodes yeah, yeah. of the 
let the season hold. I'm super right. excited about it. And I know that um, and I don't want to belabor this point too much, but it, let's just say it was it was a big point for a while. It was for He Man. When did He Man come out? The first five episodes is it last week or the week before? Uh, I was. I think it was two weeks ago. Two weeks, yeah. two weeks ago. And and just for those of you who are completely familiar with uh, some of the controversy that was going on, there's a you know it, it was kind of led. There was a, a certain there was another podcast clown clownfish TV that was really leading the charge. I guess that's their name. I mean, it's an entertaining podcast. I, I don't. I, I think they're great. I love the, the the woman that's on the podcast. She is so opinionated. And at first, it's a little bit off-putting, you think, but then you're like, wow, I, I could sit around uh, Thanksgiving dinner and listen to her because she's just like, bam, bam. But anyways, they kind of were leading the charge for um, before they had seen it by hearing rumors about like – and the controversy was that it was, quote, unquote, woke, removed He-Man, and, and concentrated on Tila, correct? That was the main, That was mainly the controversy. Um, so – I'm not taking a side in this because I am not the guy that grew up loving He-Man. I didn't hate He-Man. I watched He-Man. It was, I watched He-Man. Me and my brothers had all the characters. I guess I was a He-Man fan. But I right <laughs> when somebody said, "Well, Jim, you were already in your 40s in the early 90s." So. I know I'm 160 right now. But like, um, <laughs> but I I do have to say this though. Um, Ben's position very well written and explained piece it, it really did it took a perspective it had a certain perspective the other perspective i mean i don't know if it's the opposite perspective a, a slight i mean yeah, let's just say that the opposing views i don't think should be completely dismissed outright although i do think that you do need to watch all the episodes before you come out with a, 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 a i don't think kevin smith set out to create something that everybody would hate. That's that was not. I mean, go watch, go read Ben's interview with them. That, and then he 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 did has gotten into it of late online with people trying to defend what what came out. But um, and then the back. When is the back five coming out? Do we know? It just said later this year. So I okay. there's no date yet as as far as I know. Okay, cool. And we'll see what happens. And all I'm saying is I I have been hearing both sides and i and and jake was in that on that too and, and jake had jake you watched did you watch all five episodes yet jake mm -hmm. yeah i watched them all when they first uh premiered yeah i yeah, i don't know i i'm kind of right in the middle of the road with it like i, I was a big masters universe fan uh like the same thing i had the toys there were it's a little bit before my time but like it was on tv as a kid like my brother had a lot of them so i just because of that, I played them. So I knew it mostly just from the toys. I wasn't like super, you know, involved with like all these characters, backstories and stuff, you know? So yeah. it was nice. I know a lot of characters, the toys didn't really get a lot of, um, you know, character arcs or whatever on the show. So I, I do think that Kevin Smith did a really good job with that. Like Justin Long's version of the character Roboto yeah. was Fantastic, because the in the I think he's only in like one episode of the original show, and they made him very cheesy, very cartoony, just like robot, like I am a robot, blah blah blah. And they added, or Kevin Smith added so much, like Ben, you know, so much to that character. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to give anything away, but like near the end of the five episodes, you're like, oh man, like you know. So they really worked good on the side characters. I do think it is 
weird that so much of the show is without He-Man just because you're used you you expect He-Man and I, I think that's a it was a bold choice I really I like Ben I'm very very much excited to see the end I see how it goes I'm not I watched the I watched them all one sitting and not once was I ever like I was never like you know, this is terrible. Anything. I was just like, okay, I see what he's doing here. But I do get the feeling that Kevin Smith um, didn't quite, he didn't know how much the fans take this seriously and how much, you know, how many people would be upset that he did this, you know? So I think that's a, that's a fair statement. Yeah. And, and I know I'm not, that- I'm not, yeah. Go ahead. And I, oh, I don't no, mean to no, cut no. you off. I, I know Ben probably has to, to cut out here in just a couple of minutes, but, and, and I don't want us to, to, to argue. I think Jake, you're doing a great job of like presenting like the, the opposite opinion. And let me, uh, Jim, you see it. He's just reading Brad's comments. <laughs> hey, hey, Ben, read Brad's comments and you can tell me whether or not you want to address, because I don't really want to get any toxicity but you know, right. I mean, I, I think this is just a discussion Brad and I should have over margaritas. I agree. And, uh, I think that's but, a great idea. you know, I, I, I think he's, you know, some of the stuff he's saying here is a, a, a bit, it seems a bit out of line, but, um, you know, that's just my opinion. Okay. And, uh, and look, look, but look, I just want all the, all four of you watching. <laughs> <to know. laughs> all the fans. No, no. The, we didn't let anyone know we were having the show till really, really late tonight. Don't know, but I do think that there there is weight in both perspectives on this discussion. And I'm not going to be, I'm not Solomon cutting a baby in half on this one. Okay, that's Bible talk, folks. But I, he didn't actually do it. I know he didn't do it. But I do think it's. I would love for us to have a deeper conversation and then come back with a a little bit of perspective because I, Brad. This is his most favorite fandom. Every year he tries to get me to go to PowerCon, and I understand. I do understand when you grow up with something and people tinker with it. And even if it's a small tinkering, it might it it, it can cause you not to like. I mean, look what happened to the the Last Jedi. Um, bad example because that movie sucked. But look at what happened. To, I I'm joking. I love all Star Wars. Um, <laughs> Jim, I, they don't. It's okay. You can say okay. they're the last Jedi sucks. Okay, cool. Anyways, I do That's want to say this. Yeah, Go my ahead. opinion's also right. No, the see, that's where we get in trouble when geeks come in and they say my opinion is right. <laughs> that's where <laughs> comes from. I know. I, I it's it's fun to be a little bit controversial sometimes. But <laughs> and that's okay. why I appreciate it. You are allowed things. to hate it and you are allowed to love it, but you need to be nice, whatever your opinion is. There you go. There you go. That's so that's yeah. so right. I think that's right, and I know that Brad loves this, and I would love to gather some of Brad's comments together, not at this moment, and and kind of like present them so people can see where he's coming from. So I'm not going to do that right now, but we're going to go ahead. The reason I bring this up is because He-Man is on. It just showed up. We don't know when the the, the back five episodes are coming, but that is something that I would say is kind of the coolest parts of the summer we get more He-Man episodes. I haven't watched them all yet. We watched one. Luke, did you have an opinion real quick before we move on to the next? About the He-Man stuff? Yeah, I just I 
I would like to, you know, know, like watch the whole series to have like an opinion. I just watched some yeah. of the first episodes, so I, I can't really because uh, I didn't. It was a little before my time that I didn't really get to watch it. It looks like a great show and a fandom to be part of, and I just don't have a say because I just don't know the fandom. Cool. But I know you just got to treat your fans well and know your audience from the past. And I just wish there was more. And it may, it may switch halfway through because isn't it only halfway done? So it could bring yeah. back, you know, it could redeem itself and then become as a whole a better thing. But we'll see. Well, so, I mean, for especially for those who some people loved it, some people did not. So, and I think there those two sides are kind of far apart right now. But we'll see what happens. I, I do think that. Well, all right, cool. But Good I guys. would, if I was the filmmaker, pay attention to the Rotten Tomatoes score because yeah, the critics love it, but then you see the fans aren't too happy. So they need to find a way to kind of bring up the balance of that. <laughs> well, so there's a lot of vendetta there too, you know. It's, yeah. I, yeah. I loved it. I I never have gone and rated anything on Rotten Tomatoes. I haven't either. You know, because yeah, yeah, I haven't actually either. So, anyways, hey guys, we're gonna no, talk about some was the con guy. We're gonna move on. <laughs> and we are and, and um, okay. Um, I'm I'm gonna private message Ben, but guys. Let's start talking about what we're excited. We are right now August 1. August 1, which means dog days of summer are here. For, it depends on when you guys are watching this, ep this episode or listening to this episode. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. But, Ben, do you have anything that, before you jump, anything that you're super excited about that's going to happen before this summer is out? Um. Oh, man. Gosh. Uh, you know, I'm a big fan. Uh, I don't know that much about the original property. Um, but I, I'm really stoked for Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Um, I have been watching uh, Kim's Convenience on Netflix, and so I've been watching a lot of Simu Liu, uh, who is the star of, of uh, Shang-Chi, and uh, I really like him, and I'm super stoked that like this guy has a Marvel movie coming out. I also love kung fu movies, so yeah. I'm super stoked about a Marvel kung fu movie starring Simu Liu, who is an incredible actor as well. So, um, yeah, I'm stoked about that. And uh, with that, I think I will take my leave from you, gentlemen. Remember, my name is Ben Cleaver, and the reason I'm always drinking out of this red cup is because whenever Ben Cleaver shows up, it's always a party. Ben, we're okay. so glad to have you back, my friend. Thank I, you, Ben. It, we'll get as much Ben as we can take. He's a busy man these days. Thank you so much, Ben. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Man. All right. Gosh, that Ben guy. Oh, late. <laughs> no, since Ben brought it up, Shank, I was going to, um, on our list of things <laughs> happening, um, Shang-Chi, wait, Shang-Chi. Am I saying it right? Because there's a new commercial that came out that has Aquafina asking him, how do you pronounce your name? Shang. Shang, what do you mean? By the way, I got to tell you, the more I see of Aquafina, the more I really like her. She is hilarious. But yes, yes, Luke. Luke, that would be good. But um, I am really looking forward to Shang Chi. I'm looking forward to the Kung Fu movie. Derek, what say you? Um, wait, are we still talking about Shang Chi, or am I bringing up other stuff that we're looking forward to? Whatever you want to talk about. Okay. I, I did finally see a trailer for Shang Chi, and it it looks pretty cool. And it's just funny how many places Aquafina keeps showing up. Um, 
and she's hilarious, so I'll see it. But Suicide Squad is coming out um, this weekend, which I'm actually, I am, well, sorry, The Suicide Squad is coming out this weekend, which is kind of a sequel and kind of a reboot of just Suicide Squad that we had a few years ago. And I, I'm not sure if I've met, I think I've talked to one person who liked it, and I don't remember who that was. But, well, you know, there, there were... There were a lot of strong opinions about that one, and a lot of people have been very excited to see what kind of direction James Gunn is going to take it in. Um, you're talking you, a lot. Of, you're talking about the first Suicide Squad, right? Yes. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. There the are, one that there, already was out. That. Yeah. yeah, I actually never saw it, and I, so I can't have much of an opinion. Um, I can only base my. Was that? Oh, there are parts of it that I think are really good, but I think overall it was. There was just too much going on. I don't know. Like the yeah. villain was too powerful. It, it's one. It had that cliche where it's like they always call like the ring of circling trash in the sky above a building, yeah. like because they're like yeah, doing this. Yeah, whatever it is. And it's like <laughs> if they would have just kept it simple and had it be like they have to hire this, you know, get the squad together to take and get like someone who's being held captive or something like that. To keep it simple. I always look at like Ant Man. The original, the first Ant-Man movie, because there's all these big budget, crazy, super over-the-top Marvel movies. And that one, when you think about it, it's like a pretty small scale, no pun intended, but it's a small scale story, or it's just like a heist. You know, they're going in to try to steal like the the pin stuff, whatever. So if they would have kept it more simple and not include this super powerful villain who has all these like crazy things flying around, I think it would have been a lot better and focus more on the characters instead of the big special effects thing. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that the, uh, James Gunn, uh, version is some more similar to that. Yeah. And when you think about like the things you would want to see from a suicide squad movie, um, which also, I don't know the suicide squad comics that well, I just have a little bit of familiarity. Um, but what you want to see in an ensemble movie like this is you want to get, you want to have a chance to really enjoy the characters. Like you said, you've got to introduce the characters well in the movie and still have the story be contained and coherent. And you've got to, it's got to be fun too. You, it's got to be an enjoyable journey watching each of these characters. You've got to engage the comedy aspect of it while still having serious stakes in the story. And all those things that you want to see like that in a Suicide Squad movie, James Gunn pulled off very well with Guardians of the Galaxy. So it's, I think there's, there's reason to be optimistic for it um yeah and some of the headlines around it are just kind of fun like it sounds like the actors have had a good time on it um i read that john cena apparently showed up at the premiere in full costume um which is kind of entertaining um i actually i like it when people involved in a movie are also geeking out and just being fun fans around the property um it's just it's the way it ought to be people ought to enjoy making the thing uh as much as the people who are going to be watching it, you know? So anyway, that's one thing we're looking forward to. And then we have a couple of in-person conventions coming up. Can we talk about those yet? Hey, first of all, though, I just want to say, um, Guardians of the Galaxy, my favorite Marvel film of all time. It's right mm. up there. And then Iron, the first Iron Man's number two. And, and then anyways, but I love it. James Gunn, I've been a fan of his. I went and saw a, a, a premiere of one of his movies called Slither back in the day. And let, let's, he has kind of a, a twisted sense of humor. 
Yes. And I keep forgetting and, that Slither was his. I, I never saw it. I've seen like I remember a trailer for it, and I didn't get the. the it was so uncomfortable, character. but so good. Yeah, so good. He also wrote the uh, Zack Snyder remake of Dawn of the Dead. The one Did he really? Mm-hmm. Yep. I didn't know that, but I really like James Gunn. And he wrote and he wrote Scooby Doo. I think the original, like the old Scooby Doo movies, like with Matthew Lillard and stuff. Really? Yeah, pretty sure he wrote that. Well, yeah. I remember that one went through a lot of rewrites. Yeah. Um, I wonder which, where he came into the picture. He he was probably near the end if he's actually getting credited on it. Mm-hmm. And um, just a little programming note. I do want Brad Everett Young is one of our favorite people. He's one of the best friends we have on the show. And we are going to show a couple of his comments later because his opinion is important. I mean, and uh, I, I just didn't want him and been fighting it out because they are they're they have different sides of this but i think it's fair and what we'll do in a second but first we're going to talk about um yeah we're especially some of the kevin smith comments and stuff yeah so i think it's very valid stuff that, that brad oh, was yeah. saying yeah so anyways suicide squad comes out august 6th and one person roxy who was one of our fellow broadcasters back in when we were on a popcorn talk she had the dc movie news she has seen it and she loved it, so I kind of trust her. She's 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 a DC fanatic, and she absolutely loves Suicide Squad. So I think uh, we're I think we're in for a wild ride with that one. And um, it just looks so great. And it's I, is it rated R? It's an R-rated film, right? I think. I don't know. Suicide Squad. Um, yeah, I would from what I've seen. Think so. The Red Band trailer was definitely uh, yeah. kind of R-ish. <laughs> All right. If it has a red band trailer, I think it's safe to assume that it's R. But everything I've seen has said R. Yeah. So, you guys, so go ahead. Um, sorry, I was just gonna say. I just thought of it. Did you guys see the new uh, Venom trailer that just came out today? No, oh, I heard about it. Yeah. Though, yeah. Yeah. What it's, does it look cool? Yeah. yeah, I think it looks good. It's yeah, got anything, uh, anything Woody, newsy? Woody Harrelson. Oh yeah. Woody Harrelson doing the full-on carnage transformation. Uh, just a lot of uh, cool-looking fight scenes and stuff. So yeah, check it out. Nice. <laughs> Why did I not know it was Woody Harrelson? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Well, amazing. he was in he was in the in the first Venom. I think right. it was after credit after credit sequence. They had cool. they showed That's him right. as yeah. I'm sorry. I, I like I did like Venom, but for some reason it doesn't really stick in my brain of like yeah. It was I was the same way. I like. I have a lot of friends who were like, that was terrible and stuff. I'm like, did you remember Spider-Man three in that version of Venom? Like, this is way better than that. Like, so I, I yeah, I enjoyed that take on Venom. It was yeah. like different. It didn't necessarily feel like, you know, the Spider-Man universe, but if they eventually kind of blend it in, that'll be cool. But it I did think I think work standalone. And I love Tom Hardy's acting. Yeah. Cause they're doing the Morbius. Uh, yeah. Morbius movie with uh, Jared Leto. Right. All right. That's, Oh, I'm sorry. And it no. comes out. When does that come out? Do you know Venom? I don't know. They uh, they, they released a tr- oh Venom. Uh, sorry, I don't know. I just oh no worries. I'll look it up. Yeah. But while we're talking, um, and Derek was about to lead us into another cool part of the discussion. Derek, you were about to mention some in-person events. Yeah, I was. I was doing. A, it wasn't a very good segue. I'll admit. I was kind of jumping, uh, <laughs> jumping the gun, if you will. Um, gun oh, that's all good because we're not done <laughs> talking about him. Uh, but we have. August 12th to 15th is MegaCon Orlando. And then um, in September, we're getting DragonCon in person. Now, I don't know too many details about MegaCon, but is that in person too, Jim? Yes. 
Okay. Yes, and it is not sold out. Okay, I was looking at a lot of the guests they're having. Um, Yeah, actors from Sons of Anarchy, some of the original (laughs) actors from Full House. Um, (laughs) Yeah, John Stamos, Dave Coulier, and Bob Saget. Um, And then I did read that Billy Piper canceled, and I I haven't seen the details as to why. I don't know if that's really been announced, but um, they are... They do have several other Doctor Who actors that are going to be there. It's yeah. just, it sounds like it's going to be a good convention. I know um, Florida is a little looser on some of the restrictions. So it's in, it's in Atlanta. Oh, wait. Megacon oh, wait, wait you're Orlando. talking Megacon. I'm sorry. You're talking yeah. Megacon. Okay. Dragon Con's in Atlanta. Yes. And there are My still bad. some rules about that. But um, yeah, I mean, like Disney World has been open again for a while with some restrictions. So it'll be interesting to see how Megacon yep. goes. Um. But what's cool yeah. is uh, Mike Emke, who is a friend of the show, and our show, The Con Guy, is part of the We Be Geeks Network. And Mike Emke himself, he, he lives down in Orlando. He is going to the Megacon convention next week, uh, in two weeks. And um, so we'll be getting, we're going to have him on the show and, and just let us know how things went. I'm really excited about that. That's going to be cool. And also, you brought up uh, Dragon Con. Um, yeah, Mike. that's like you Go said, ahead. that's in Atlanta. That's September uh, 2nd through 6th. Yep. Yes. And this is the one that they usually have that huge parade. They've got, it's like 24 hour partying, essentially. It is. I, I did read that the parade is not going to allow spectators, people who are not part of the convention. Um, really? Or people who are not guests, like specifically guests at the convention, like registered for that. I'm not sure what all the thing, the reasoning How is there. How are they going to do that? I don't know. It's still going to be a really big crowd in the street. Um, and they are still requiring masks for it. But it is happening oh, in person. Spring. What's that? That makes sense, I guess. You know, they are... Um, wait, 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 wait. Jonathan Wilkinson, are you going? He says it's going to be fun. So if you're going, let us know. Oh, wait, wait. Jonathan's there in Atlanta right now. That's right. I forgot about that. That's mm. awesome. I forgot all about that, but the, I, I might be going to Dragon Con, and I'm kind of weighing my options right now um, because um, we're we're having like some spikes and some different. There's different health measures that might be be put in, in place. Yes, he's going to be there. He's going. That's awesome. We're gonna have Jonathan on the show. If I don't go, we can get Jonathan. On the show. But um, Mike um, Faber, who runs the Dragon Con Report podcast. He's a friend of ours as well. We're also on his network, the ESO network. So much love to that. Those guys, they're going to be covering it. They're there on the ground. So we'll get some, get some uh, feedback from that. But I'm, I'm thinking about growing. I, I, I have all my, my, my stuff worked out. And it is, I don't think I, I will be, I'm not prepared for the 24-hour aspect of it. But it, it's, it takes place in like four or five different hotels downtown. And Comic-Con wears me out already, and I get some sleep there. But the way this one's described is, like, crazy, crazy. But we'll probably do a special show talking about Dragon Con, but I, I can't wait. I think I'm I think I'm going to go. I think I've kind of talked myself into it. It happens just in a few weeks, and I think I couldn't think of a better way to end the summer than with a, going to Dragon Con. That would be amazing, amazing. Yeah, and they are controlling some things. Like, they're doing 50% capacity for the number of guests. They're doing two-thirds oh, it's very limited, yeah. all of the rooms. And they're controlling the flow of traffic and everything to kind of space the crowd out. Um, you know, still trying to be careful like all big events are these days. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right. What else? Hey, Jake, what, what are you looking for? Jake's going to share some of his uh, his collectibles with us shortly, but not just yet. Jake, what else is coming up this summer that you might be excited about? 
Jonathan says, you can stay at my place, Jim. I have a nice kitchen floor. <laughs> um, I'm excited. There's a couple of movies coming out that I want to see um, that still haven't. Yeah. Obviously, the Suicide Squad, uh, Jungle Cruise looks like a lot of fun. I want to still check that out. Um, um, coming up, the Halloween season. I'm getting real echoey. Can you guys hear that? Nope. You're good. Okay, so <laughs> I can hear myself. Um, ha- Halloween season and uh, Halloween Kills. We're all excited for that. That's that's this year, right? Yeah, that comes out, okay. I think, like right before Halloween, like two weeks before Halloween, two weekends before okay. the Halloween yeah. holiday. It's a little, little, little past summer, but yeah. Can we have a little preview and- of something Halloween-y in just a second with the yeah. collectibles, which is so cool. It's so cool. Yep. But I want to ask anyone here, does anyone, is who's who's excited about Free Guy? Ryan Reynolds, free. new movie, Free Guy. Luke. Did you guys all watch the video online of um, Deadpool and um, oh, what's his name from Ragnarok? I, the alien, the rock alien. Taika Waititi. Korg. Korg, thanks. They were watching the trailer together and reacting to it. And you know, <laughs> Of course, Deadpool's making all these comments about Ryan Reynolds and um, yeah, it's it was really good. That's cool. That was one of the, the, the most clever promotional pieces I have ever seen of the cross promotion because you know Disney now owns all it's free guy is a 20th century film studios release um, Ryan Reynolds is now part of the, the MCU kind of with uh, Deadpool I think it's going to be released as a rated R movie and I oh wait, wait. yeah Chris oh I'm sorry I was I was reading the comment I, I think free guy looks amazingly fun it's about a guy who does not know that he is actually part of a simulation, or he's he's a computer pro. We don't know yet, but apparently he has no free will until he finally discovers his free will in this video game, and everything everything goes to, you know, goes crazy. I think it looks amazing, 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 amazing. All right, let me ask you guys: Who here is fan? Ben mentioned this. Who are, do you guys remember the first Candyman? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I never saw it. I know my cousin, it terrified my cousin as a little kid, but uh, so I never saw it as a kid, but unfortunately Jake never introduced me to that one. <laughs> I knew of it as a kid. I was not going to watch it. It looks, it's one of the scarier yeah. shows. I'll be honest. Candyman scared me. Yeah. That's- I, I actually just watched it like two years ago and I'm like, this is still compared to the stuff today. It still holds up really high and it's, scary yeah <laughs> yep i mean and they i love the fact that this is a continuation caprini caprini green which was the setting for the first film i think it's been torn down i maybe i always spout these things that i think i know and then i have to go back and correct myself but i think it's a, it was one of the largest housing complexes in chicago and that's where the first one was based and this one is returning to the site of the first one and they're gonna it'll be a little bit more they're gonna add some social context into it so i'm really interested in, in what they can do we saw the fir- who's the guy that played the first Candyman character we saw him recently luke at tony, Las Vegas. tony yeah. oh yeah yeah the, you, we, we saw him in vegas at the uh days of the dead convention that was pretty cool that was pretty cool all right well, so Jake, you can make it up to me by taking me to the new Candyman, and maybe we'll watch the old one before because okay. that's when i'll be in town cool so i'm gonna go over just some dates real quick 
August 6th, Suicide Squad. August 11th is something that we are going to talk about in just a second. August 12th through 15th, Megacon Orlando. August 13th, Free Guy. August 27th, Andyman. September 2 through 6th, Dragon Con in-person event. And then September 3rd, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I do want to put out the caveat for these in-person events. Um, make sure you check the websites. Like Derek was saying, you have reduced capacities. But make sure you check the websites before you you go because there's a chance that they will not be occurring. Um, Derek and Jake, if there's any – and Luke, anything else before we jump into the collectibles edition section? I'm good. Okay. Oh, cool. um, you, go ahead. Sorry, you highlighted Kristen's comment there a second ago about Free Guy that it looks like she just said it looks kind of like Truman Show meets Wreck It Ralph. And oh, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's basically what it is. It's like Truman Show, except it's a video game. Um, and that's what he is. Um, there you go. I just, wanted, I just wanted to read that good, off for anybody who's not watching on video and just listening. That's a very good observation. There On August 11th, though, there's a brand new series coming out on Disney Plus called Marvel's What If. And Jake, do you want to explain to us what this series is about? Do you know what it's about? So What If um, is a comic series that it's it started in the 70s, I think, and it was just kind of like a fun – they're just fun, like one-off stories – like, you know, what if instead of this, I don't know, like, for example, like what if instead of the spider biting Peter Parker, what if the spider had bitten Mary Jane Watson or something like that? And then like, how yeah. would their, her story revolve, you know, things like that. So it's just, I guess the, is a show animated? Is that what it is? Yeah, animated show. Yeah. 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 So it'll be an animated series based on that idea of just like fun. Like what if this had happened instead of what we know is like, it's the- too, it's hand drawn 2d animation for the most part as well. Oh, cool. some really cool embellishments yeah. make, to make it look very comfy. I, I, I had just, a, I'm really excited. I had a comic book when I was a kid. I had a, what if comic, I was really interesting. It was because the first appearance of the character, the Punisher is, I think it's him getting hired to, kill spider-man and it's like what would have happened if he had killed spider-man oh. so then it ends up with him like with the sniper rifle killing him and then all the events and fallout that have happens after that where he's going back to the guys and be like he was just a teenage kid he made me kill this kid who was like actually a hero and everything so hmm. interesting stuff but yeah cool cool something and- else i want to say about that is that two things um a lot of the characters are voiced by the Marvel actors that are in the film. So yep. a lot of them came back to do this. And so it's kind of almost in some ways existing within the universe of what we've seen cinematically somewhat. It's not just fully uh, comic based, but a lot of them have the likeness of the actors. And even, you know, Chadwick Boseman, I, I think he did even voice some Black Panthers. Yeah. This will give it's us his a final performance as Black Panther. Yeah, you're uh, right. Wow. Yeah. And also, we'll be doing a, an after show with the Con Kids, one of our newer divisions of the yeah, Con that's what I want. Yeah, talk about that. that Jason. This is kind of cool. That my nephew, <laughs> I am done. <laughs> no, no, I was. I, I didn't. I wanted us to. No, here's Luke's way of promoting it. Yeah, we're doing this, and we're going to do the what if. No, I want us to talk about it big. I was talking about it. You're like, tell them about it. I'm telling about it. We have got. So we have gone the off the rails. Kids, yeah. The, the, the Con Kids is a new channel of the Con Guy that is going to be led by actual kids 
running the network. So we're kind of raising up kind of like the next generation of con goers, my nephew, Austin, some of uh, Jim's nephews and nieces and, you know, other family members of ours, if they're interested in being part of this, we're going to, you know, have convention coverage or talk about different shows. And we're even going to have some celebrity interviews. So Austin especially is very excited about kind of like leading the charge to kind of get this going. So then he's very excited about what if he's already doing some research, he's going to put together a video where he's going to kind of talk about some of the stuff beforehand of what it is and different things that we're going to be putting out at, at some point. And then it's as soon as it starts, we'll start doing putting together weekly shows talking about each episode starting the week of august 11th so make sure you guys tune in i'm super excited about this kids talk about what if and um yeah my jim is frozen possibly some other relatives there and so all right am i back we lost you there for a second so we just need you to restate the last 10 seconds because we we have a friend that's on the internet downstairs i don't know if that's slowing things down but do we really yep uh, tim's here Tim scott one of the fellow con guys uh we've all met tim yeah. he's here finishing a, a film sushi arcade little little promotion for him right there but uh <laughs> jim what were you we're super stoked about our what if after show led by the con kids starting the week of August 11th. So please be looking out for that. It's going to be pretty exciting. All right. I would like to air air show. Let's read a couple of Brad's comments real quick before the collectibles. And then, and Derek, did you have anything else that you're looking forward to this summer that we have not talked about? Is there anything Legos related? Oh, what's that um, Lego Skywalker thing? Lego Skywalker thing. Wait, what are we talking about? Maybe I'm... Mean, I don't... There was... So, I mean, Lego's always coming out with new stuff, and it's very exciting. Yeah. Um, they just came out with the Ultimate Collector's Edition of... Um, oh, this... The uh, Republic... I can't remember the name of the ship, but it's from the Clone Wars, and it's this cool Republic ship from... Oh, yeah? Anyway, but what I was actually more excited about when that announcement came out is following after that... Um, I think the actual release date was yesterday for um, Darth Vader's meditation chamber, they call it, that you mm -hmm. see in The Empire Strikes Back, where you know you just kind of see the back of his head and you just see like brain and stuff, basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. things coming down. Yeah, it's, I'm excited about stuff like that because I'm a huge fan, much more of the, of the original trilogy than any of the other materials, even though everybody says Clone Wars is great. Um, the original trilogy is what I grew up with. But I am excited about that one. Um, and yeah, there's... I mean, there's always more and more Lego stuff. Personally, I'm still excited to finish our Ultimate Collector's edition of the Millennium Falcon. You know, the giant, ridiculously expensive set that... I can't wait to even, see it. We're not even halfway through it yet. Um, it's sitting here on the other side of my computer in the living room. And it's just like, when we have friends over, we're like, hey, let's work on the Falcon together. You know, put the pieces together and bring each other closer together at the same time. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, guys. So I do. I do want to um, a little bit of perspective. Ben wrote this article for that hashtag show, uh, um, their website, and he was able to interview Kevin Smith, and he talked a little bit about the controversy, which was mainly being led by another web uh, um, podcast called Clownfish TV. It's really an entertaining. It's, I, I listen to them. They're, they're, those folks are really entertaining. But Brad does speak for probably a sizable chunk 
of the fan base with some of these comments. And he, let's go ahead and read this one right here. Um, Kevin Smith 100% lied. This is what this is from Brad. Everything he told the fans that was not going to happen did. He attacked Clownfish TV, calling them liars, saying that they made up rumors and everything they said was 100% true. And and then also <clears throat> Brad said that Kevin Smith has mocked and attacked Clownfish T TV and he owes them an apology. Um and one more, Brad said that he has lost any and all respect he had for Kevin Smith because he not only lied to the fans, but now he's taking the approach of attacking the fans, saying that they have ruined his project. Um, so let me see. So that that is what the perspective that Brad was what has on the show. And, I, and Jake, I'm going to out you just a little bit. Jake kind of was kind of feeling a little bit of this as well. Jake was very diplomatic right there because Jake's not one to, to scream and holler about much. <laughs> well, I feel I feel like I'm also, I guess, I don't know if I'm just lucky because I don't follow too deeply into like the pre-production talk and all the right. thing like that. I just, I knew Kevin Smith had this series coming out and he said like, if you were a fan of the original one, you're going to love this. And then all the talk about how he's going to change stuff. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I hope that doesn't happen. I hope it's somewhat similar to the version we all know. And, you know, it's like I see it. I watch it. And I'm like, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I want to finish it before I have any, like, definitive like, yeah. opinions because it's still – it's just halfway through it. But there is definitely things that I'm like, he didn't know the fan base that well, I don't think, to really think. But, th but then again, to be play both sides, Kevin Smith – has written stuff for Marvel and things like that in the past. And he has made some pretty, you know, big decisions with characters. He, like he wrote for Daredevil back in 1998. And he killed, at the time, in that, I'm not sure, I guess, yeah, that was 1998. He killed off like the characters Karen Page and he killed off Mysterio. He made Mysterio like commit suicide and stuff. So again, I remember reading that comic and being like, oh, that's an interesting take. But I don't know if fans were like really pissed off that he changed everything and he got rid of these characters and stuff, you know. I don't know. It's a it's a rocky road, I guess, the whole thing. But I for one want want to see the rest of the show. And you are a Kevin Smith fan. Too. I'm, a, I'm a big Smith fan. I love all of his. Well, I'm. I'm a, I'm a big fan of his ori old original films and stuff. Yeah, comedy kind not, of. Yeah, I'm not a fan of like everything he's done. There's been a few movies that I'm just kind of like eh, in the last couple of years, but he loved you know, Jersey Girl. <laughs> Jersey Girl, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Never saw it actually. No, no, no. But yeah, I see, I see both sides, and I can understand why both sides have the opinion. And I have my opinions, but I'm, I really feel like I'm in the middle of the road. I just feel yeah. like. He doesn't. He didn't realize the changes he would do would make such an uproar. So I do think he did do some backpedaling and things like that. And it's like, yeah, like what did he say that sounded? Because he put it out like it made it seem like it was a He-Man show, or the way he represented it, even with having him having He-Man stuff all around him. But then it wasn't really the angle. Well, it's just the original show. Again, we talked about this before. The it's all based on the toys, the original toy line, which was just called Masters of the Universe. 
but then the cartoon was called He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. So every episode was centered on He-Man as the main character. And sure, there was other side characters that had their things, but the majority of it was about him. And what Kevin Smith did was come and come at it and say, what if we take him away? Yep. You no, know, not all the way away, as we found out. It wasn't true. People were like, he kills him off. He did. It's not true because he does come back and then... But he's missing for a few episodes. He's missing for a lot, yeah. But there's they do have him in the episodes in flashbacks and things like that. So you get some He-Man, but it's like for me, even me like watching it, I'm like, it's such an odd why wouldn't they just have it be the show? Why you know, like, give the fans what they want? Yep. No, I agree. I I'm not a, an expert in this. I when I heard about it, I thought it was a very weird and awkward choice to you have this poster. Even the poster for the series has He-Man with his sword held high. The you know by the he did he did, he did you know? say he did say also in an interview or like some Netflix what was it like Netflix geek like video that came out like right after the series premiered and he was like let's talk about it and stuff and then he's like I know you guys are all like wondering what's gonna happen and he basically said like he's like I know a guy talking about himself and I can tell you that. E-Man's coming back. Like he's gonna be in the show again. So <laughs> that was a good re- You had the yeah. <laughs> So he's he already in. Uh, he's, he's coming back, guys. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, so, I just th- I, I don't know if that was just, just him. I don't know if that. I'm assuming that's yeah. the plan. If he said, but at the end, you don't know because he said that before about the show, and everyone's like, he's a liar. Cool. We'll see. We'll see. I just want. I just thought it was. Uh, to be, to fair, it was fair to Brad. I wanted to explain a little bit of the, his perspective instead of. Um, I wish Brad would come on sometime. Brad is not much one to put his face on here with us, but Brad is one of our, our our most frequent collaborators when it comes to the show. So we want to make sure that we give him a fair shake at explaining some of what what his thoughts and a lot of people's thoughts. And like Luke said, right now on Rotten Tomatoes, the fan response is down. I think. 20%, something like that, 20, I, I may be lying again. I keep on lying tonight. Pretty bad. It was really low, whereas the yeah. critical response was much higher. So there's always this disconnect between critics and the fan base. So I don't know what is up with that. But anyways, so I encourage you guys to um, check it out. Also, go check out Clownfish TV and see what they had to say about it. Um <clears throat> They pull no punches. Let's just put it that way. We're pulling all the punches tonight. They pull no punches over there. Those, it's it's a very entertaining watch. All right, we are going to jump into some collectible stuff. This, the, <clears throat> and we're going to warn you right up front that we'll save we'll, we'll we'll save those for the end. Like the, yeah, yeah, that, that's the way it's lined up. Right towards the end, there's possible spoilers on some movies coming up. So. Jake has sent all the pictures over. We're going to start, and Jake's going to walk us through. Hey, Derek. Yeah, I would love for you to stay on, but if you, I know that Derek's in the middle of a pretty intense boot camp, so you have whatever yeah. flexibility you need. My well, friend. I've already been and been very quiet for the last few minutes because I also just never watched He Man, and like I can sort of speculate about what my opinions would be with all this chatter, but there's no point in me tuning, uh, chiming in on it. Um, but I'm at least going to watch and see what Jake's got for us as far cool. as collectibles because I'm very curious. Cool. All right. So let me get this ready here. And Jake, oh, by the way, Jake's first set of collectibles is 
it references something right here that I want to promote. up This, <clears throat> excuse me, Luke and I were very, very privileged to have done an interview recently with Sandy Johnson. She played Judith Myers in the original 1978 Halloween. And um, as soon as we get a little bit closer to the Halloween season, we're going to put that out for everybody because she was a delight. That was a pretty amazing interview, and I can't wait to share that with you guys. All right. And then on the Scare Guy Show, our sister network, I guess you call it. Anyways. So, all right. Jake, I'm going to start going through, and you tell us what it is we are looking at, and if you don't mind. And always remember, a lot of people listen and don't watch. Okay. Like we do with everything in our lives. <laughs> All right, here we Let's go. Let's get started. Okay, so right off the bat for Halloween, this is from NECA. They have this, uh, I think it's a two-pack, actually. It's the Halloween 2 Michael Myers and Loomis um, action figure set. So this is the first time we're getting a Loomis action figure, and the likeness to Donald Pleasance is really, really well Amazing. done. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. And there's a couple other shots I think I sent you of something. Okay, yeah. So you can see, though, he has um, – you can either have him with uh, – you can have Loomis with the trench coat on, or he has removable arms, and you can swap out for just, like, the blazer there. And uh, Michael Myers features these – flame effects just like the end of the movie when he gets all when he gets lit up so that is a lot of fun so i'm i when i saw this tonight i, I told luke i said did you see what jake said because jake sent these pictures and said michael yeah. I'm on fire i don't know why that makes me so excited yeah. <laughs> looks, like a, looks like a superhero character yeah it looks like a human torch or something all right <laughs> but yeah that was uh neca released that um as a comic-con reveal so it'll be out i'm assuming soon Oh, very cool, very cool. Yeah, this is awesome. So America. this is, yeah, this is fun. So, um, if you're a video game fan, you might remember the Alien versus Predator arcade game, and Ooh. NECA has got into. They've done a few figures before, and they are, have expanded the line with a few new aliens here. So you see, there's the Arachnoid Alien, uh, Razor Claws Alien, and uh, Chrysalis Alien. So those are a lot of fun, really cool designs on those. So they'll probably do Predator too eventually. These are just the alien. They do ones. I actually do. I have one um, on my display of a, of the Predator from one of the Predators from the video game. Okay. Hey Luke, wait a second. So Luke, can you wait a second? Can you make picture number four show or Derek? Can you make picture number four show? I'm having a hard time making it work. Oh, I. Don't have access to it. Okay, let me look. I apologize. Picture. I mean, picture for number four is showing. Oh, I just don't see it. Cool. Yeah, it's up. Cool. Yeah, it's the, it's it's the three. The three aliens. This is the three. No, aliens. no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cool. So, can you see this one? Whoop! Oh, there you go. There there has, go. There's just another uh, close up of one of the aliens there. Yeah, I just want to see another go. close up. Close yep. up. Wait, what? That's cool. Which yeah. one is that? What is that on his head? The, the chrysalis <laughs> alien. <laughs> well, okay. 
you could uh <laughs> you can interpret that i, I guess you might have a sensor of that one. <laughs> oh, <sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> oh is that worse i don't know oh my gosh yeah. What yeah, well alien the alien design the, you know they're originally designed by uh like the giger, red rocket so. alien the hr giger design is there's they're not very subtle so <laughs> oh now you know what i'm talking about this oh this is cool yeah, that's the Razor Claws alien. So that's got the big claws. So these are all based on how they looked in the video game, which was from, God, when was that, 93 or something like that? Cool, cool. All right, next yep. item. Yep. From NECA also, there's a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie line. This is the Ultimate Casey Jones. And this is a special one because they had already released this figure, but they didn't have the rights to use the actor's face. What's his name? Elias. Elias uh-huh. or Elias Codius, whatever. I forget how I say his name, but um, they finally got him to like sign off. So now they have the swappable heads. You can see where he's got the mask on, the mask off. Are you sure that's not Scott Stapp? What's that? Are you sure that's not Scott Stapp? Scott Stapp. <laughs> looks kind of like the lead singer of Creed. We're digging deep. We got Creed. We got Stained. We got them all there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So these are just, yeah, that's a re release. And they actually they updated a few things. Uh, I think fans were upset with the original release because the elbows, they had this weird like double jointed elbow and they like, kind of fixed that to make it a little cleaner looking. You can still see the, the, uh, oh, the yeah. hinge there or whatever, but it looks better. So, oh, yep, right. that's pretty yeah. cool. And then I think you have the other big reveal. This was a lot of fun. So they finally got the rights to do April O'Neil also. And the actress, Judith, um, what's her name? Judith Hogue. She did a whole thing back in April with NECA where they went over like the whole process of how they get the uh, extra figures like designed and everything. And she was like there alongside everyone saying like, no, that's not actually how the, you know, the jacket was It actually looked more like this and stuff like that. She like helped them walk through the design. So I have this uh, pre-ordered. So this will be here in a couple of months. I hope so. (laughs) Nice. That's cool. Add to my alien collection, or my, I'm sorry, my turtle collection. Uh, from, NECA, from NECA also, we have the Universal Monsters uh, series they're coming out with you. And so this is the Frankenstein monster. Yeah, the, the classic, that was really cool. Yeah, the classic Boris Karloff uh, Frankenstein monster. And um, they've already, I think they've already announced they're going to do like multiple versions of these. They're going to have like the color versions and then black and white versions. Oh, nice. And I was talking to someone, I guarantee, like, maybe next year for Comic-Con, they'll probably do, like, a glow-in-the-dark versions or something. Oh, so cool. I, don't, I don't have the pictures of the Frankenstein monster, but they have uh, the Wolfman coming out. And Sweet. I think the Invisible Man, maybe, and probably, I'm sure, the Creature from the Black Lagoon will be there eventually. Yeah. Yes. So, do you prefer the, would you prefer the color version or the black and white for Frankenstein? I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think? Black and white might be pretty cool because yeah, that's I'm, just... I'm kind of thinking black and white. Yeah, I got one. I like it. I like it. Depends version. on the theme of your shelf, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, I, I I dressed up like Frankenstein, the famous, you know, the window box costumes of the '70s, where you I was Frankenstein for like two or three years, and it was nice. always green, so I just know him as a green guy. So, right. Yep. Here's the so next one. Moving on here. This is really weird. This, well, they did, they just announced this today. They just released these images. So this is from Hasbro. This is a, a apparently it's from a comic book. I didn't, I didn't know, but one of my friends said that I guess they did a comic book about this. It's Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles matched together. Wait, so yeah, we get a little wait, bit closer here. Yeah. Look so at this. Yep. Yeah, wow. so 
Donatello in so I guess at some point in the comic book the turtles are able to morph into Power Rangers. So Hasbro, I think it's a two pack, and they just put that up for pre order. So which two turtles are these? Why not? That's Donatello as the Black Ranger, and that's Leonardo as the Blue Ranger. So I only assume we're getting the other two turtles. Uh, but I, I saw that today. I was like, what the heck is this? I sent some friends. He's like, oh, yeah, there's a comic book about that. I'm like, okay. Well, I, I never knew that. that. It looks like the weapons match. Like, he's got the two swords there, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Such a weird, weird idea, but, you know. So we're going to give a little yeah, bitty um, double ninja. spoiler warning for the next. We're gonna, we're finishing up the show with these six six images the first one's not too spoiler but it kind of is and this is for something that's coming out later in the year jake what is yep. this so ghostbusters afterlife which is coming out in november is that right thanksgiving yeah thanks okay yeah they um hasbro just released these images of these new action figures so right here you have the four kids i mm-hmm. guess which the movie really focuses on i guess the one the, yep. uh, what's his name? Finn Wolfhard from yep. Stranger Things and his sister are Egon's uh, grandkids. Uh, I think that's what yep. we're supposed to get from the trailer. So yep. you see them and some, and some of their friends in the actual Ghostbuster gear. All right. This next one is kind of the spoilery one. It's not, it is, but it's not. I mean, it's everyone not. Kinda, I don't think it's spoilery, but a lot of everyone kind of was. Yep. So what do we see here? This is really cool, but it's so sad that you only get to see the three of them because because yeah. mm-hmm. Harold Ramis is no longer with us. But you have the OG Ghostbusters there in their outfits and the modern looking, you know, older versions. And their current them. ages. Yep, current ages. So you got uh, Peter, Winston, and Ray there in their Ghostbuster gear. But and but some fun, yeah, some fun little accessories. Looks like Peter still has the cards, the memory game, or. I love the it. Psych, the psychic, whatever memory game yep. from the first one. Winston's still got the classified as he's looking for <laughs> looking for the job. And then there's this Ray with the the proton pack shooting the beam out there. So these are a lot. And of I love fun. the way they make their hair gray. Like right. See, so these are super cool. And again, not a not a crazy surprise, but a lot of people were mad about this when Hasbro just posted them on Facebook and Instagram. All these comments were like, "Geez, Hasbro." Thanks a lot. Spoiler, you know. <laughs> so, but here's one more. Here's one more. This one is oh, a yeah. little tiny bit. This spoilery. one, this is kind of cool. Yeah, this was like a, I think it's a build a figure thing mm-hmm. where each figure might come with like a piece of that. Like one comes with an arm, one comes with the head or something. So it's the terror dog. You, you recognize the design from the original yeah. Ghostbusters, but it's like a new version of where he's like on. He's standing on his uh, hind legs. Yeah, and he's got. A little bit different horns on his head, and the bottom part of his of his legs are like a translucent. But what, there is a reason for why his legs look like that. I, I was, what is it? Um, he's, oh, I forgot what it like. He's not fully materialized yet. Okay, I think, and like he's, they're trying to stop him from it. I I don't fully know if that's okay. the, what's it. I was yeah. hearing some some rumors about that. So. Yeah. That's so those are cool. cool. Again, I was surprised that they just put those out like so early before the movie's out and you know i thought they would at least wait till opening week or something i don't guess says she's so excited about the ghostbusters afterlife yeah if if i may you may um i i think it's good because i think it creates kind of hype 
little more because like the people that were probably less excited to go like ah they're just making them young and then again the the main ones aren't in there i think that kind of gives a little excitement that they'll be in there in some form and uh, going to the ghostbusters um anniversary event we also found out that they went back through a lot of the old footage and takes of stuff so i think there will be some possible like i don't know deleted scene or alternate footage or a version of created through cgi of the other ghostbuster like maybe the ghost of him or something they're doing something special they didn't for egon for egon yeah. yeah yeah so i think in some way there's a very good chance he'll be in it or they'll do something to kind of give tribute to him because this is all yeah. kind of based a little bit around his legacy and because of his death they're kind of building a lot of the storyline and stuff to it and right. and his son the the director's son is the one who did it as a love letter to his dad and his yeah. dad cried and after yeah. seeing because he did such a good job of capturing yeah that. i'm yeah i'm really excited for it um i just you know it's it sucks because it was supposed to be out last summer and then i was like okay i'll be out this summer now it's like come on i want to see it. <laughs> yeah and let's they got, paul rudd. they got paul rudd in it yeah, Paul Rudd. Paul oh, Rudd's yeah. the main character, which is kind of I love Paul. Also, Rudd. I, I, yeah. I pointed this out too in one of our texts. It's such a weird thing. This is the second uh, Finn Wolfhard action figure where he's in a Ghostbusters outfit because mm -hmm. McFarlane Toys released the Stranger Things four pack of all the four right. kids in their Ghostbusters outfit. So you get like two versions of different ages of him in this in a Ghostbusters outfit. Crazy. He's so young to have two Ghostbusters action figures already. Yeah, in his life. that's so great. Mm -hmm. But um, the thing that I was I just clicked in my head is you know from the trailer you know the trailer is so cool because it goes through the whole thing you don't see any of the original Ghostbusters and they get the call to the original Ghostbusters and Dan Aykroyd's hand comes down and picks it up and does he say hello or he says we're closed or I just said, we're closed yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the thing that I it just clicked for me um, Annie Potts character. She was the one that was going sweet on Egon's character. And so if this is his grandchildren, I, I wonder, if I, this is probably her grandchildren as well. Like, so she's, it was her house, perhaps, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. All right. Right quick before we go, Jake. You got yours? <laughs> no. yep. Let's get this is the one, the one San Diego Comic-Con exclusive I bought this year. <laughs> this is mine, too. It's the tongues get the little Comic-Con exclusive. Yeah, I love it. The tongues. <laughs> <laughs> Super 7. Yeah, Luke. so we're lucky We're lucky we were able to grab this because it sold out pretty quick. Oh, I know. And Luke and Jake, I thank you for – you texted me this right when it was selling. You said, Jim, you got yours yet? I was yeah. working. I had to stop and go get it. And Luke, you got something, too. Yeah, so not pictured that I can't show yet. I got the I got the Mr. Arnold Jurassic Park. Was it Mattel, Jake? Is yeah. that who made it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I bought two of those just to have one open, as Brad suggests. You know, buy Did you already one. get it, or are you still waiting for it? Yeah, it, they're not ready to get shipped out oh, yet. Okay. I think it might even be like October or something before I get it. So it's not like a right away thing. But the one Jim's referencing is what you sent out was the, the tiki mugs of the yeah. old school Adam West and... And the, the Joker, surf, you know, boards. the surf one, which is a yeah. perfect tiki mug, which I think they did a really good job on yeah. these. And the color on the inside kind of matches the color scheme of it. But really excited about these. It fits a lot of tiki in there. So it's more like a drink and a half if you actually try to fill it with something, unless you want to just put a lot of ice in. But that's uh, a pretty large size cup, but they look 
great together and kind of uh, and the, even the box was pretty cool. That's I didn't have that with me right now. And then something else that came out recently, which I've been waiting for for about a year, which got kind of slowed down because of all the pandemic stuff was the Quint figure from NECA. So they did that one. And then Jake's also sent me some stuff of them actually working on a shark. I think that would work scale with this. And then also the Hooper character, Richard Dreyfus. they're currently working on that. And hopefully they'll figure out kind of the, the licensing stuff with Brody because they already had that, like it was ready to go. But then some of the licensing stuff fell through. So hopefully we'll be able to eventually get all through. Are you going to open that or are you going to keep it in the package? I probably will get another one and then see which face I like better and then open that one. So I'd at least like to get maybe one more. So until I do that, I'll probably keep it in the box, but I, I will open one. Yep. Nice. All right. I think that is it for tonight's show. Um, I just encourage everybody to please follow us, like us, talk about us, share us with your friends and, um, you can find all of our episodes on theconguy.com or go to that hashtags YouTube channel. Cheeseman, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at CheeseOnCouch and also theconguy.com. Jake. You can find me on Instagram at the Jacoba system. And Derek, whose mind is muddled because he's having to learn a new language, basically. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Um but yeah, when I when I'm on Twitter, I'm at Con Guy Derek. But much more often, I'm right here on the Con Guy Happy Hour and some of my stuff that I produce, uh, some of the stuff that I write on theconguy.com. Mm-hmm. That is right, Derek. Hang in there. I know this is gonna be a tough. This is I think boot camp. It, this like, is crazy. I know it probably looks like my eyes are glazing over a lot, but I just had to be here because <laughs> I, I value this time with you guys. And the Con Girls will be back soon, and. We just want to say, guys, have a great summer. I mean, we're not going anywhere. We're still here, but there's a lot of summer left. I, I know that, I don't know, it's this time of year you start feeling like, oh, it's the dog days of summer. I can't wait for fall. I love summer. And you know who else loves summer? This guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's been too long since we've seen him, Ryan. <laughs> uh, it's been a while since we played this video because you remember, like, this video was him dancing to his excitement of The Mandalorian season yes. two. <laughs> and that has long since finished. <laughs> yes. All right, guys. Um, thanks for coming on this week. You can find me at James D. Fry on Instagram or Jim Fry LA on Twitter. And I was having some problems with Twitter tonight. They're making me change all my passwords. I have no idea why. But until next time, guys, we'll see you right here on The Con Guy Show. Thanks for listening to The Con Guy Show, the official program of theconguy.com. Find us on the Weeby Geeks Collective or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And now on Sci-Fi.Radio, Saturdays at 4 o'clock Eastern, 1 o'clock Pacific, both a.m. and p.m. That's 9 o'clock Greenwich. It's Sci-Fi for your Wi-Fi. here with a shout out to all the scientists who worked tirelessly to bring a COVID-19 vaccine into reality. <laughs> Let's face it, creating something of this magnitude is a miracle worthy of Dr. McCoy himself. And now, Dr. Geek needs you to do your part. Remember, each shot is one small step back to normal, one giant leap to putting the pandemic behind us. We can do this. For more information, visit vaccines.gov to find your nearest provider. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. 
Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.